This is really, I was like, okay, so uh, what are we gonna hook up and do this yeah. the Jackie Christie project? So I'm happy to be here. Oh my God, I'm honored. And listen, before we get started, I definitely would love for you to do the prayer. Okay. If you would. Yeah. Okay. Precious Lord, may we too thank you for food about to receive, for nourishing our bodies, for Christ's sake. Amen. Amen. And Lord, please let this podcast go well because I don't want down the This going to be good. I want to keep on working in these beautiful plays. <laughs> First of all, let's let everybody know, you're not just a playwright, you're an actor, you're a director, you're a creator, you produce music videos, oh my god, and one of them has nerves that have million views on YouTube. Well, listen, what is going now on? that was, okay, that was an artist that came to me and said, mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of money, oh, um, but I want to, I was wondering if you would direct my, my video, and I said, well, let me see the concept, and then we looked at everything, and I said, well, if you can get some things for me. Like I wanted the drums, I wanted some things that were really um, just making it different. I didn't want to just look like in any old day, any just any old kind of, of music video. Mm -hmm. And I said, Isaac, his name is Isaac Bradley. I said, Isaac, then you need to let me um, tell you what I need. And he made sure that the team got everything together. We shot it, and uh, I was really happy with the way it looked. I did get. A couple of rappers that hit me up afterwards. Oh, wow. And I was saying, well, what's your budget? And they didn't have one. So I said, well, neither did I. They said, well, we're, we're, a, small, we're a small team. Mm -hmm. uh, I said, well, get your small act, the small director. Because I can't, I don't, I mean, this was a friend, a person I knew that was doing what they were doing. Okay. But you had to be really careful because um, what he wanted after he saw the video, I'm like, yo, hold up. I didn't pay for the drone and all of it. If you want what you saw me do, I'll come down on my price for you because I know you're trying to do something. Yeah. But there's a team. Right. And so, you know, I wasn't, you're asking me to direct and, are you asking me to direct or are you asking me to direct and produce? That's the difference. Because that's the difference. Mm -hmm. I said, because if you ask me to, to produce also, the answer's no. Right. You know, so we didn't do that. But, you know, it was a new area for me. Mm -hmm. And it turned out to be really, really good. People were like, like, wow, this is, um, this is really great, and it looks like a lot of money. Because he did spend, he did spend, they did spend, you know. Um, Some good money? Yeah, but I came down with my feet because here's the thing. We all have to plant seeds and do stuff when we believe in somebody. That's right. And I know how much it meant to him to have it done. And I, wanted, and I knew I had the eye. I said, as long as you give me creative control of how um, the scene and the set and where we going then I was good with that. When we got banned um, uh, in some of the country, no, no, we got banned in America. No. Because you didn't see the uncut. <gasps> you got banned, what happened? They said, you, they said, you showed them too much. I had them, I had them chopped out, look. <laughs> mm -hmm. they, they was working in that bed over time. They was? And, but, but, but I thought it was respectable. Yeah. You know, I said, I've seen videos where mm. they are gone away, but it was, what I wanted to show mm -hmm. was 
not just sex, but black love or love in general mm -hmm. between these two people who happened, how, how they met, the story unfolding, making it very, very um, uh, sweet mm -hmm. on the beach scene and stuff like that. And, and I then a row in the bedroom. Look, I said to the actress, I said, tell me mm -hmm. in front of everybody in here, what are your limitations in terms of what you're willing to do or wear, whatever. She was like, I'm in front of Britain, it's okay. I oh, said, I yes. can pull all that off then. They pull it off, let's go. I was like, the little leaves down there, the little stuff up here, you know, Twin Cities, it was good. He said, I'm Twin Cities. I think it's amazing. And then also, you gotta be careful because people sometimes don't take in consideration yes. not only the cost, right. but what it takes to do what you're doing. All mm -hmm. oh, they're like, I just, I, I just need you to help me do this. Mm -hmm. So how you been now? I've been good, just running around doing a whole lot of stuff, but no complaints, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I decided to take off uh, after Christmas. Well, the last, one of the shows in December, I decided after that, mm -hmm. I was gonna do something that I haven't done in years. I was gonna literally take two weeks just for me uh -huh. and do nothing. Mm. So after I met my deadline with some shows that I had to turn in, uh -huh. I didn't do anything for till after the new year, maybe like January the fourth, and I felt almost kind of jet like like bad. Like, why are you not doing anything? This doesn't this is not good. But because you can take a chill. Yeah. And you just stop. And just stop. And Don, you always are going, going, going. Every time I turn around, you're creating something else. So you're putting out another play. And you inspire me, but I'm sometimes I wonder when do you just rest on and just say enough is enough. Well, that's what you know what? Because I've known some people that have left here mm -hmm. because they didn't take time to rest. Oh my God. I decided to do some things like um, mandatory gym, going to the gym mm -hmm. three to four days a week, working out with a trainer, doing the cardio. And then I said, take two weeks and don't, like I said, don't do anything. I watched TV, I slept, I uh, 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 did a lot of documentary stuff off of Netflix, uh, and, and it was just great. Because yeah. you have to still do that to replenish. Yeah. But, I'm not, right, but, but I can't do it long because I start to feel like mm -hmm. I'm not being creative. I'm not, I'm not um, doing what I love the most. Mm -hmm. And that really is creating content, especially for our people. Right. You know, and our stories. And being told the right way. That's right. On that. right. I notice you do that a lot with your plays. I try, I try. You, you, you involve so many people, so many um, not starving artists, but people at the beginning stage yeah. of their career and everything else, and you give them a shot. Well right? what I also try to do is take an artist who what I think I what I know I do differently mm -hmm. is that because I have a lot of artists that are named talent. Right. I know what it means to that actor or actress to be opposite them on stage and or in one of my films or whatever to do because they would have probably felt I would have never had that opportunity. That's and and I don't work with anybody that can't understand that. That's right. That's I, you know, I don't care who they are. You have to understand that I'm really about planting seeds. Yes. And I think people who work hard and long in this industry, um, you should have the opportunity to be able to do that. And if it means you're opposite um, Loretta Devine or Essence uh, Atkins or Jackie Christie, whatever the case may be, then I want to be able to, if you deserve that, 
I want to be able to give you that platform and the opportunity because I can remember being 17, 18, 19, going to New York and going to auditions and cattle calls and they wouldn't even give you a chance to even get out whatever you were going to either say or sing. You like, thank you very much. And you're like, wait, I, I just took the trip. That's right. So for me, it was like, Lord, if you bless me enough to get to a position that I can help somebody else that's deserving, because I have helped a couple of people that, that really didn't deserve it. And, and they showed they asked. And I, I don't wish that I didn't help them, mm -hmm. but I look back and I think, yeah. that could have been somebody else's opportunity because you squandered and you don't appreciate it. Or, you know, listen, we're in, we're in, hell, we're in, we're in Hollywood mm -hmm. and people can do some stuff oh. and say some stuff oh. and try to uh, darken your name. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I used to be a very, very revengeful. I would get you back. If you had an opportunity to meet my mom before she passed, mm -hmm. she would have said, Jack, if it takes Donald 20 years, he's going to get you back. Oh That's how I was. But then I thought, especially after she passed, I said, but you know what I remember what my grandmother said? Mm -hmm. She used to say, sometimes you just got to sit back and rock a while and let the universe work. Because whatever you do and you put out, eventually, mm -hmm. it comes back. It comes back. And, and when it comes back, God places you in a place yes. where you see it. That's right. Or you hear about it. Yes. I love those days. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Listen, and, and I love when you speak. I get chills because I know exactly what you're talking about. We have a good heart, and we're out here trying to bless other people. So when we get them ones here and there that don't appreciate mm. it, karma. My husband has a tattooed on his back. Karma. Well, you know what? It's going to come back to him. I remember... Um, I, I, I remember uh, thinking to myself that you don't have to really do anything bad because karma is a lie. I remember one time saying to my grandmother, I was a little kid and I was fighting this one of my friends and we were fighting Randolph. Okay. We were like seven or eight or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I went in the house and I said, I can't, I can't stand him. I can't. And I said, I hope this happens. She looked at me and she said, well, I'm going to tell you something. If you dig a ditch for somebody to fall into, oh, yeah. you better dig two because you're going to need one for yourself. There it is. I was like, yo, didn't mean nothing at eight years old. I'm like, mama, you don't understand. But when, but when you get to the point when you look back on this stuff, because I have helped a lot of people, and some of them have really given me the ass to kiss. Yes. And I see them on a the red carpet. Well, some of them ain't, look, some of them ain't <laughs> even been on a red carpet unless I put them on there. there it is. But I'm saying, here's the thing. I don't even get angry because did I do it for you to glorify me or did I do it because this is what my steps were ordered to do. That's right. And so I don't worry about it because I'm already watching one right now. Nothing's happening. Oh, my God. That really did some stuff. Nothing's happening. Oh and I don't wish any harm, but, I'm, but, but the old Don, mm -hmm. I would have did more than check you. <laughs> I really know. Let me tell you something. Oh I would have done more than check you. You would have needed oxygen. But no more. No. no and more. We, we get to a point where we say, you know what, it's enough beautiful blessings out here, yes. enough people that appreciate us, that we don't even have to worry. And that brings me to the fact that I've done a lot of plays around the country, and I've seen playwrights get downright angry at the cast. Mm -hmm. You never do that. I've done a lot of plays with you, and you always get it out of us in right. a different way. But, they say, but a few of them will say, Jackie, you ain't been around long. No, do you want to go off? I do, but never to the point of disrespecting anybody. Okay, because okay. I've never, ever. Because I'm not going to allow anybody to disrespect me. Mm -hmm. 
And I was in, I remember being in productions and, and, and singing in clubs and things where, the, mm -hmm. where I didn't like the way people, they were talking. I was like, yo, I'm never going to do that. I'm not going to talk to people like that. Okay. But I will, I, you know, but, you know I, I, I will get you straight. Yeah. But if you know where it's coming from, you know I'm trying to make you better. Yeah. And I do a lot of things with humor, you know, uh, with it. But I just want to get the best out of you. Because I'm not looking for a job. You are. That's right. So let me try to help you get to the next level. Okay. Yeah, because I was wondering. I was like, oh, <laughs> time I'll catch us talking, and I'm like, if I get yelled at, I deserve it, because I'm talking, and I shouldn't be. But I notice you never do that with anybody, but everybody puts their best foot forward. All the plays I've been in, everybody wanted to not only do it for the audience, but make sure they made you proud. And that's, that, that means a lot, because... People think when I put on these shows and you get over a thousand people sitting in there watching it, oh they're thinking, oh, that's easy, I get it. And I always say, try it. <laughs> because no matter how many years I've been doing this, I never want to get so comfortable that I take it for granted and be like, oh, that ain't going to be a problem for me. Oh, don't, don't worry about doing any press for that. Yeah. I'm down to be watched. That's crazy. That's right. You will end up on your ass. Yeah. So the thing is, I still act like everything I'm doing is the first time I've done it. Wow. Because you want to put, you want to make sure, and I always know this, no matter who's in your production, if something goes wrong, right. they don't say, oh, um, Kenny Lattimore did this, or uh, Lynn Whitfield did this, or they say, that was a Don B. Welsh production. That's right. And it was messed up. And that's something that you, 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 you know, you, you have to think about. Yeah. Don't ever get so hot that you think, that your shit don't stink. Thank you understand? Know and that's a lot of that out here. Mm -hmm. And then we have a lot of people who, who, um, who are graciously blessed mm -hmm. and will look at you like they don't even know you. Okay, listen. And I be seeing all your plays is always packed. Like the people come back, they keep coming back because it makes them feel good from the time they walk into that theater so. to the time they leave. I have came to your plays before, before I was even blessed to be in them, and would see the parking lots full. So we knew next time we got to be here two, three hours early. And I thought just the park. You know, okay, you know, you start. And that's another thing. And the play is entertaining from front to back. Thank you. Intermission is fun. You go run to the bathroom, want to hurry up and come back because you don't want to miss anything. And one day when I eventually, hopefully, put on a play, because that's a dream of mine. You will. I, I want it to and be I like help you. You will? Yes. Done. Yes. You will? Okay. This shit's on camera. Oh, my God. Yes, it is. I will help you. You said it. You said it. Listen. I will it, help you. It, uh, please. I, I def, that's a dream of mine. You that's should. on my bucket list is to do one play. And if I could do it half as good as you do yours, I have success. You can do it. You will do it. Okay. And I will help you. Okay. You ain't mm -hmm. I, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying to you. We okay. can, if that's if that is a passion mm. or a bucket list uh, item that you want to do, mm -hmm. let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Done deal. I will say, Don, here is my budget. Please show me the way. I want the ropes from beginning to end. Well, when it's a passion, mm -hmm. and you want to work it that way, mm -hmm. everybody wants to get paid. But guess what? It's not the most important thing. That's I'm right. trying to say. If Jackie says, Don, uh, this is the idea, this is what I'm doing, I wrote this, I'm trying. If I see that it's something that's under the umbrella that can fit, like, yo, let me, we just do it. Okay. okay. The blessing for me in Los Angeles and Philadelphia mm -hmm. is that I have a big following. That's right. And I've toured 10 to 12 cities at a time. 
Oh my God. Oh yeah, I have. Let's, let's talk about your tour. Yeah. So. Well, listen, I had some crazy promoters. Oh. And you know, and, and, but you know why I looked at that experience mm -hmm. as one of the best times in my life because even though there were things that happened that really shouldn't have happened, mm -hmm. I was able to be a part of it and see. I learned a lot on the road. Um, I had to show out oh. a couple times because you're not going to work me. You're not going to get over on me. That's right. And so when there's certain things that need to be done, then you're not, you're going to do, I, like I could tell stories about that, but in any event, the fact of the matter is Los Angeles and Philadelphia has been very good to me because of the um, support. Mm. Yeah. And the people who come back, they told me sometimes people would call Ticketmaster, excuse me, Oh. Or go down to the, uh, the Wilshire E. Bell and say, we would like uh, four tickets to Don Butcher. They say, oh, do you know the name? Oh, we don't know the name. We just know it's his. <laughs> oh, you, you know what? You're not kidding. You can't beat that. And people, listen, yep. if tickets are $50 that's right. and it's a couple, that's 100 mm -hmm. then they have to park. Mm -hmm. Then they probably want to have something to eat before they come there. Oh, that yeah. night turns into a $200 night for two people who work their jobs nine to five. I got to give you the best I can give you. The truth. I have to do that. Because if you're not happy, I'm not saying that people like everything I do, right. but you will never come to a Dombey Watch production and say, oh, that shit was like the last one. That's Everything's right. different. Everything. Everything's different. Everything. And that brings me to the play you did that I got to sit in the audience and I loved it, and it was the cafe play. Let me oh, tell cafe, you. yeah, yes. Whew. yes. That was really good. Let's talk about that. What? How did you come up with that idea? Did you write it? What? Well, I only write my own stuff. Okay, okay. I wanted an idea to celebrate soul music okay. and classic R&B. Okay. I just wanted to do something like that, and I thought, well, let's try to think about a club. And then I thought about who's going to run and own the club and why. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I wanted Loretta Devine to play the character who owned the club. So I said, well, yeah, give her a backstory. Oh, in the 60s and 70s, she was in a female group. Got it. And she and, and she retired after the hit records, and she wanted more than just some faded beaded gowns and some photos, black and white. She said, I'm going to take my money and open up a business. So she opens up the Soul Cafe, mm -hmm. and then we have the, the stories going. Yes. And people, but you know the best part about the Soul Cafe that I can never forget? Mm -hmm. Is that um, Stevie Wonder said to me, well, he had come to like three or four of my plays. Oh my God. And he said to me, I'm going to come to the Soul Cafe. And I said, okay, well, Stevie, now look, mm -hmm. how many tickets do you want? He said, oh, I'm going to need eight or nine. I said, we're not going to <laughs> He said eight or nine. I said, but look, look, look. I said, but Stevie, for real though, like, if you come in, I'm going to hold the tickets. He said, no, I'm coming. I just don't know how many. Mm -hmm. So the night of the show at eight o'clock, you know, I start. That's right. So I still had, his, I think I had like four or five seats. I told the girl, go sell these tickets at the front. No, you didn't. I said, he's not coming. But she said, okay. As soon as I did that, I get a text. Stevie's in the back. I said, how many people we got with him? Five. I said, oh, my God. So I said, okay, we work it out. Got him all his seats. He sat down. The audience is tripping out. So then at intermission, he said he wanted to go to the restroom. So I told some people, I said, I said well, you know what? Let's go down this way. Mm -hmm. And on the way back, he said, you want me to sing? And I said, do I want you to sing? Uh Hell yeah. <laughs> no, I he know said, you did. 
He said, well, what do, what do you want me to sing? I said, whatever you want to sing. He said, okay, um, don't tell anybody. He said, I will do, what's your favorite uh, Stevie Wonder song? I said, Ribbon in the Sky. He said, okay, I'll do that. He said, but don't even, I said, well, I got to tell the band. He said, well, your band is really good. I'll, you'll pick up on whatever song. I didn't tell Loretta backstage. I didn't tell Kelly Price. I didn't tell the cast anything, right? Mm -hmm. So we're, we're doing the show, and as we get towards the end, the people are standing up cheering, and I said, um, oh, ladies and gentlemen, I said, I got one more surprise for you. I said, um, put your hands together and walk with Stevie Wonder. So now, mind you, in the play, we had actors playing different characters, so they thought it was an actor. Oh, my God. So the curtain goes up, and, they, and Stevie, oh, before that, Stevie <laughs> says, I don't think I'm going to do a ballad. What's your favorite up-tempo? I said, I wish. Look, get back. You know. Yeah. So he said, okay. So when the curtain went up, he stayed playing with my band. People were like this. Oh, shit. And everybody started running to the stage with their phone. And he's like, and, I'm, and he's, and I, and to me, and I was happy that a girlfriend of mine happened to get a clip of that. Oh, yeah. I would have never had. so supportive of not, I mean, listen, he has come I think that was the fourth play but just that alone because I would have never asked an artist that's coming to, hey, you know what I'm saying? Would you do, I would never do that because people are off for them, that's their evening of entertainment so I'm not going to go to a Lettucey or a Gladys or anybody like that and say, hey, would you say no, I'm not doing that mm -hmm. but, but when he said that to me I said, shit, yeah <laughs> and when I tell you, and here's the thing, if you go over a certain time, mm -hmm. you got to pay money, the staff in the back, not my staff, but they were mad because I had gone way over, I, so Stevie heard them hollering, he said, well, uh, maybe I should, I said, play. Right. I said, at this point, I got to pay them over anyway, I'm not going to have, not have this opportunity again. Right. So he I said, you just play to your fingers hurt. <laughs> you know, and he, it was a wonderful evening for me. It was a highlight because I'm writing my autobiography now, mm -hmm. and there's things that I'm trying to remember that mean so much. And that was a that was a highlight evening for me. That is beautiful to have Stevie Wonder, who is known all over the world, who plays in stadiums at my little 1,300 seat theater, and he's on the stage saying, "I'm doing this." That's right. Come on now. Oh, that's a blessing. God. And he told you, I'm not going to sing a ballad. I want to sing he said, I said, He said, you know what? That's just about tempo. I said, okay. He said, would you? And I said, I wish. Oh, my God. Listen there. That, that, I'm not even surprised. I've been on the stage in your plays and looked out there and was like, oh, wait, that's such a such. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, that's such. It's always a celebrity and a star-filled crowd right along with everybody else and everyone enjoys it. You can see their eyes lighting mm -hmm. up. I mean, renowned actors and actresses be in that audience. And it's just an honor to even act for them. You well, know. you know what? At the end of the day, mm -hmm. they're all people. Mm -hmm. They got to do That's everything. Right. That, and, and I don't like fake stuff. No. I don't work with anybody that doesn't treat everybody the same. The same. Yeah. I just don't do it. I've had people tell me, there were certain artists, I talked about it in my book, mm -hmm. that people said, oh, uh -uh, don't hire them. That's gonna be trouble for you, That's singers. Right. And I was like, yeah. "Well, you know, um, maybe that was your experience with That's that." That's right. Let me give a wish. Let me see what happens with. And one of the ones mm -hmm. 
they talked about thinking they was big helping me. Right. Worked for me and was one of the dearest, sweetest people to work with. Never a problem. Always prepared. And I said, that's why you can't believe what people say and you have to have your own experience. Your own experience, Don. And it was, it was. I love it. I love what you just said because you know I run into that a lot, especially yeah. my basketball wise. Of have course. Preconceived ideas. Well, wait a minute. Hold up. Uh-huh. Listen. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. I remember when I put it out there, you would do. <laughs> wait, oh yeah. Wait, oh oh lord. lord. People said, "Well, you know, I see her oh, that show." Yeah. I said, "You know what?" I said, "I'm gonna be fine." And you weren't even the one that I was talking about earlier, and that's why I made a point of saying to people, Jackie Christie was a delight to work with because you came to learn, you came prepared, and you, and there was a hunger that I want to do this. There was no like, I'm this, I'm that, none of that, and you know what? The entire cast, and it was two different productions, left with a whole different feeling like, oh yeah, oh she was sweeter. And that's why you can't listen to what people say. Now, some of them have showed their ass, but they really haven't done it to me. They did it when I didn't know about it, but I don't, I don't want to hire anybody like that because I like that energy to be positive. I don't know who could come on one of your productions and act a fool. Because oh, well. everything is done top notch. I've done plays where to the last minute, right before you walk on the stage, and they done said they're going to do certain things, there was actors in the back going, I'm not going out there trying to get my money. And it's like, oh, oh that's so you know sad. What? So if I ever do a play, I'm following your rules. Well, let me tell you, you something. You don't play that. Let me tell you something. I've been in Los Angeles. This is my 20th year. Mm-hmm. And I have probably hired over 500 and some actors. And I've probably put on, I can't even think how many shows. Countless. Let me say this to you. There's not one actor walking this earth, mm-hmm. this city or any other city that could say, you know, I did his play and I didn't get paid. Mm-hmm. Or I did his play and my check bounced. And I didn't make you wait and say, well, you know, we didn't do that well on tickets. Uh, I'm going to get everybody next week. Because if you don't have the money to do it, don't do it. Don't do it. And you can't say, well, uh, I thought the tickets were going to sell. So what you're telling me is that you put on a show based upon your tickets. That's right. Listen, I have friends <laughs> like, like a Loretta number who if I had said, hey, there's a problem, it would have been like, don't worry about it. I've never done that in all the years that I've been out here or back east. I have paid the actors. The uh, the production staff, mm-hmm. the the uh, the sound people, you just pay because you can go away and say I didn't like Don, I'll never work with him again. But what you won't be able to say is they pay me. <laughs> no, Don, you sit there with envelopes and here you go and you hand them out. The actor. I try to do that before you go on stage. Right, before they go on stage. I try to say here it is before you go. You know, mm-hmm. here's your money because I don't I don't want that because I know how I was. I remember starting out and that thing, you know, people saying, well, we're trying to get your money together. What? Mm-hmm. I'd rather for you say, hey, you know what? I don't really have the money, but I'd love for you to help me with this. Let me make a decision whether I'm going to do that. That's but don't right. tell me you're going to give me $5 or $1,500 or $1,600 or $2,000 or $3,000 and I don't get it. That's right. Oh, you don't tell me until the show is over. Right. <laughs> 
don't want to tell him to the show is over because he might leave. Don, the worst thing is to see 10 actors standing outside the door of the person they put the play on, and they all standing there, and the person ain't even in the room. They done already went out the back door. I've seen that happen, too. Now, I have my money. It's sad because, the you know, I, I hate to say it, but the celebrities or who they thought was the A-listers had their money, but all the rest didn't. And I've even said here, you know what? I got some cash in my pocket. Let me give you some of it, and y'all can take this check. I'll deposit it, and then you can split it. I do it for the love of theater, you know. So it didn't, and I paid the actors for them. Well, that's they what's given. Me. It's people like that who's given what I'm trying to do a bad name. Yeah, and that was in Dallas, Texas. I was like, oh lord. Then people was crying, Don. Some of them had drove miles and miles from Mississippi and places like that just to be in the play because they was promised three, four hundred dollars. Their dream is to be in theater. Dallas is a big market. This is a big, you know, playwright. They honored to do it, and they couldn't even get that. So I was like, here, you know, just take Well, and the fact it. of the matter is, mm -hmm. it's wrong. So let's talk about Bill Duke and your partnership mm -hmm. with him. Mm -hmm. Well, Bill was one of those ones who um, has come to my shows mm -hmm. um, over the years. And he said to me one day, you know, I love your writing. Mm -hmm. And I just think that we need to talk about some stuff to further to some things that we can do together. So um, I've had people say stuff like that before. And the only person that really, really, really kept their word like that, well, two, was Will Smith and um, a friend of mine who's over a network right now, mm -hmm. uh, Brett Disney, who kept the word, their word. So, um, it's a new partnership, um, and we're still working things out. That's amazing. But the blessing is, someone of his caliber saying, I like what you're putting in the universe. Yes. I like what you're doing. And so it's been, you know, it's, it's real new, because... I have, I'm dealing. With, I'm dealing with so many other things on the side. He is too. So we have to come together every now and then and say, okay, here we are with this project here. What's the next step? And we keep it sort of like that until it's ready to be revealed. Because this is still Hollywood. That's right. And at the end of the day, um, you got to keep busy. Yes. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. No. But what what Hollywood has shown me is. Uh, that I remember growing up watching some of these people that are working with me now. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking like, is this happening? Yeah. You know, um, I remember when I really wanted Lynn Whitfield in my film, 24 Hour Love, and I thought, hmm. And I, was, I said to the product producer, I said, I would love to have Lynn Whitfield do this part. And I said, man, if y'all could get her for me, I'd be, and he was like, I forgot about it. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, I was on a panel that he happened to be on, and we were sitting there. It was on my birthday, actually. Uh -huh. And he said, oh, he said, remember you said to me that uh, you wanted Lynn Whitfield? I said, he said, I got Lynn Whitfield for you. I said, <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> and she came, and she was, like, awesome. And it's people like that, you know, um, that I didn't expect. Because we weren't friends. I, I had only met her at an event. But for her to like the material mm -hmm. and want to be a part of it. Yeah. And every time I say I remind her, she's like, I know. 
she's like, she said, she said, I remember when I remember when she did the role. She said to me, "Can I ask you, is this based on um, something? Does this really happen?" I said, "Yeah." Then she said, "I can tell." She said, "It kept me up, just you know." So it's, but then you have the people like Loretta Divine and Vanessa Bell Calloway. You know, these are my dear friends, but that don't mean they're gonna do my work all the time. But they come and they like the work, yes. and and see black women to me, have been depicted in so many negative, stereotypical ways. I can't do that. No. My mama black. Listen, Don, you say that, and I'm going to tell you, you gave me the script for I'll Be Home for Christmas, mm -hmm. and I stayed up and I marathon watched it. I grabbed, grabbed me a glass of wine. My husband was on the road with the team. I started reading it. I couldn't put it down. I got almost to the end, and let me tell you, I got chills, mm. I was crying, I was like, oh Lord Jesus, because to see the story in Althea Scrooge and everything mm -hmm. else, and then that twist, where that girl that was homeless, mm -hmm. that came in there, and all she was doing was, she was homeless, and the girl offered her food, offered her to stay, you would have never saw that coming. That's the brilliance of your writing, because I never even thought, at the end when it said, you know, she walked in and it's this beautiful girl, she's gorgeous, she walks in and she starts talking. I just had to lay the script down and go, oh my God, it was a message in so much that happens in my life that, but, you know, miracles can happen. Yeah. We go and we try to help people and even though they shit on us sometimes, yeah. keep helping. You know, it, it just, it just showed me so many things. I know motherfuckers that should be wearing the pants and shit so much. There it is. There it is. Oh my God. I can't, I, I, but I feel like this. Mm -hmm. One day I'm not going to be here. That's right. And that is my legacy. That work is my legacy. Mm -hmm. So I need you to be able to go to that and say, that's a nice story. This is right. Because I don't, I, I think it, a girlfriend of mine who said, she said, the problem with all these playwrights, Don, and, and you, the difference is yeah. we, they're microwave. Yeah. You put your shit in the oven and let it just bake. They're saying, oh, got a story. There it is. Put it up, throw it up. And then you sit there thinking, well, this doesn't really make much sense. I don't see how this ties in. Right. What's the message? Yes. We have enough negative stuff about us mm -hmm. in film and television yes. and stage that I don't want to. Listen, there's a tag for every rag. So guess what? It's everybody likes what they like. I don't talk about nobody's work. I just do what I do, but I do know this. I used to always say to myself, if my mother and my grandmother can't come to this, I ain't writing it. And I've done some pretty adult type situation stories, but it was realistic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't throw something in there that's a, to, to, to um, shock value. I put it in there for a reason. And you want people to leave, and I've written 31 plays. And every play I write, I want one word at the end, hope, yes. for it. Excuse me, it doesn't mean that every story ends with a package and a bow. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. she didn't change her ways. No. Mm -mm. And, and I think she didn't change her ways. Mm -hmm. And I had a, a very renowned actress. <laughs> she, I had, she, had left me, she, said, she said, I just was wondering, well, she, she, did she change her ways? And, yeah. and she said, but then I realized some people don't. There you go. There you so go. You don't, so you have to look at it that way too. Yeah. And so I wanted to be able to tell all these little stories mm -hmm. and have a person who just 
Because you know what? Some people are just unkind. And plus, I wanted to put a, a, a spin on the Scrooge story. Yes. And look, when the little boy said what he said, you would think Althea Scrooge would go, oh, it's a little kid. But she was, ha, 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 little boy. Your mother gave you. Your right. mother gave you. Exactly. Time. Because people, unfortunately, are, or they would say, oh, I wish Don had cleaned that up. Mm. You wish me to do what? Oh, I got so many DMs, Don. Like, wait a minute. Because now. here's the thing. <laughs> but that's not <laughs> real life. That's right. That's right. I want to right. give you something that's really real. There are some people who would act just like that. Yes. But you know what's funny is they would say, but I love the play. Yes. Oh, my God. It had me crying. I was up for days. Jackie, I had to just tell you. Now, why did you have to be so mean? And the little boy, why did you? And I'm saying to myself, <laughs> Don made me say that. Doctor, there it is. You know, and I even called a couple people like, I think I upset some people. They're like, that means you did your job. You did right. what the, you, you sent the message that Don was trying to say. But at the end of the day, to, for her to give that woman that building, even to this day, it, it plays out in real life, Don. Like, you wrote the hell out of that. That's the Thank kind you. of thing that when I do do a play, I want it to have that kind of meaning, have a, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Because those are, listen, those are stories that are going to be around. For a, a long time, way after you and I, yeah. and that's what you want to be able to put, you know, put on. I'm not saying that every play I write is raising in the sun, but I know one thing: I'm not ashamed of any of them. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And um, and 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 when you have the number of people yeah. and supporters and artists that everybody knows join your team yes. or do the work, yes. they feel something good about it. So that's a blessing for me to even have. Listen, there are people that I did that are in my my work, and I'm thinking, wow. I remember watching you. Wow, I saw you in this movie. Wow, and and they're like, and and still happens to this day, where there are some people who oh I didn't even think know I was really around mm -hmm. who say, let me know if. And I'm like, oh, I just saw you on your little movie. And they're like, no, no. But we want to do some of your work. There it is. There it is. The fact you've known Will Smith for mm -hmm. so long, what's he like? Like a lot of people don't know. Is he as sweet and fun and playful as he is when they see him on TV and on the internet as that in person? I think that how you see him is really how he is. Amazing. We grew up in the same neighborhood, a couple blocks from me. Well, actually, across the street area. But I tell you, without getting into a whole long story, because it would take up your whole. Because the way I feel about him, oh and the, and the doors that he opened for me, and how he believed in me, would take up all night. But he was so instrumental in my life and my career that back in the '90s, I remember him. I was on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air as an actor. And um, he said, well, when you're ready to move to L.A., I will help you, uh, you know, get on. Because he, he knew what I was doing in Philly. I had a big following in Philly. And he's from there, too. Like, right, around, right across the street. But the thing is, I wasn't the only person that he did this type of stuff for. But I was one of the very few who took it and ran with it and made him proud of it. Because here's the thing. This man has, has a heart. As big as this room, and but he's a hard worker, and he wants the same out of you. Uh, and I look at him, the age he is now, 
and the, being on top for 20 some years, back when he started with the records and, and, and doing house parties, he's the same guy. So when I get an actor that show their ass, because they got a little TV show on or a little yeah. movie they went to the Sundance. Okay. I said, okay, so let me tell you something. The biggest movie star in the world on the back like your ass. Okay. Arguably the biggest. And if if he were listen, if he walked in here right now and I said, Well, this is Jack, hey, he would just love, love that's just how if it's a brother, that's how he is. You know, in my book I there's a whole chapter uh about him. Yes. And um, what's your book gonna be called? It's all things and all things in time. There it is. Don, Don, Don Welch, all the all things and memoir, all things in time. And you know, listen, everybody's not gonna be happy with some of the things I'm saying, but it's my truth. That's right. I'm not doing it to hurt anybody, but I'm telling my truth. Yes. But I do know that th there's a chapter to him because he has been instrumental. The entire Smith family, actually has been instrumental in the growth of my career. You don't find too many like him. That's why he keeps getting blessed. That's right. Yes. See, and that's why you keep getting yeah. blessed because your heart is as big as this room as well. And it's amazing. And people like that. That's why I had to get you on this podcast. I had to well, sit down for listen. the world to see who Don is because everybody's like, what is he? Is he nice? Because he don't say much. He's quiet. Oh, but sure. I, I, I want to be in one of his plays. Mm -hmm. I want to I talk to him. But I said he's just an amazing person. He's selective of who's in his surroundings I, I, and what I, his energy is shared with. He's very I, selective. I keep a very, very tight circle on purpose because it takes me less than five minutes to know what your motive is. Okay. I read people very well. And I don't mean read, I tell you all, I just read the energy of who you are and I'm like, okay, I know what you, I'd rather for you to say, look, I ain't trying to know your ass, I just want you to put me on. Say that. Yes. I may say thank you, no thank you, but at least don't try to, oh, I just, this, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> I'm afraid you ain't going for Because that's what this town, and, and, and that was nothing that Will taught me. He didn't really have to teach because that was the way I was raised. He kept a lot of folks from home in our neighborhood that worked for him, that's in his life. He didn't change up his friends. No. He has employees that have worked for him 20, 25 years, still in that position. Because you want people to tell you, now look, you know that was some tacky shit you said yesterday. You or you did, or, or, or you, why you got that on? Right. I don't like yes people. I don't need it. I need you to be able to tell me what you feel, you know, if I know it's coming from a good place. Yes. You know, and so, I mean, that was the kind of upbringing in Philly I had with my, my, my brother and I and my, my, my mom and my stepdad because we were just taught a certain way. Now, I, now look, I, I, I will show out. <laughs> i never seen it. And when you say it, I can believe you. For some reason, I'm seeing it. And I never want to see that side. And I don't think anybody else do. So I please. Listen. <laughs> but I'm the kind of person. I will cuss you out. Yeah. And wear you out. And say, where are we going for dinner? Oh, you're like, and you're like, I'm still mad. What right. the hell? Like, well, that was the time ago. What sign are you, Doug? Gemini. Oh, Gemini. <laughs> and I don't even know what that means. Well, see, the thing is, that, that was one of the, wait a minute, that's one of the um, <laughs> characteristics of whatever. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm, I didn't agree with it. I am this way. I'm no. not two-faced, no. but I am this. Yeah. 
Hey Don, how you doing today? I am great as well. Hey Don, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, that's my daughter Shannon. She's because, because but I can't fake it. Yes, yes. You know, I can't fake it, but yes, I, listen. <laughs> I will take you to the river. Yeah. I just don't like a whole lot of, um, there's no need for it. And I don't, and, and I think that people, you know, I tell the story. Um, doesn't matter how much money or how much fame, because Steve Jobs was a billionaire. And I didn't know the man. I don't know how he treated people or family or whatever. But what I can tell you is this. No matter how much money he had, no matter how many companies, the, no matter how he could buy the best care, he still left here with a certain part of a certain kind of cancer. And the money didn't do anything to keep him here. All the money was able to do was make sure wherever he shut his eyes for the last time, it was a soft landing. It was a soft, But, so I'm not going, I don't, I don't, you can't impress me with stuff like that because, like the old people say, I ain't never seen a hearse follow a Brinks truck. That's right. Oh my God. So, I'm sorry, Brinks truck follow a hearse. Because, because at the end of the day, I believe that the universe looks on how you treat people. And um, I credit my mom because she was my best friend. And She said, um, I couldn't have asked for a better son. And before she shut her eyes, a couple of days before she, um, she said, the Lord blesses you so much because you're so good to your mother. Man, I don't need nothing else. So when I get in those feelings of loss, and missing this person who I am, who I am today because of her. I think of those two things. And sometimes, you know, like, you know, you get teary-eyed. I tell people, listen, <clears throat> these are actually tears of grace. And, and, and thanking God that he chose her for me. He chose me for her. Because I, I don't understand how People can go through their life and, and um, not know that you come from something and someone. <clears throat> Let's face it, everybody's mom or dad weren't the greatest. But um, my brother and I were very blessed to have someone who um, allowed us to be free and fly and do what... My brother <clears throat> has nothing to do with entertainment. Can't sing, can't act, can't write. He called me there helping him write something for his job. But my mom knew 
that he was mechanically inclined, and that he liked her, and she, no, I was musically inclined. So she said, okay, well then we're gonna do both. And so we grew up <clears throat> having the freedom to be who we wanted to be. And that's, that those are the things you look back on when someone has passed on that um, you can't physically see anymore. I don't think that be crying like a bitch. I didn't <laughs> but 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 it's it's um and I love talking about her because uh that's the kind of impact that she had on my life and people around her. You know? And I know sometimes still today things will happen I'm like, I believe you have something to do with that. Here it is. And I've never even met your mom, but I see where where you get it all from. I see the beautiful son she has in you. And I've seen from the time when you announced that she had passed on, and the, the tribute you sent to her was so amazing and beautiful. I don't look at her passing as really a sadness mm -hmm. because I know that she was ready. Right. And sometimes we, and she was in no pain. Right. And we took care of her. She didn't have anything to worry about. She had around the clock care. Yes. I flew home every month. For three years, every month, I flew home uh, to spend time with her. The only thing that sometimes she would say, well, can you stay a little longer? I might not get back, but I'll be back in a couple of weeks. And you know what? I remember one day she said to me, um, I know you get tired of that 6,000 miles, 3,000 each way. And I said, no, I don't. Because I know I'm going to see you. So, you know, you have those type of things and you... You you hold on to those 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 type of situations, and I knew. And see, sometimes when we have a loved one that we know in our heart that they're ready to go, mm -hmm. we don't want to let go. That's a selfishness because we want them around yes. forever. And and I, and I tell you, and I come off of this, I come out of this. I remember I went home like the last couple of weeks that she was alive, and I was giving her her breakfast, and I would always, she would sit in the chair, and I would sit on the edge of her bed and watch her. And she looked at me, and she said, I said, Mom, what am I going to do without you? That's right. And she said, oh, you're going to be fine. I said, no, no, but I don't want to be fine. I want you here. Mm -hmm. And then she said this to me. There are two deaths that you never really get over, and that is the death of your mother and the death of your child. And she said, I've lost both. And I'm still standing, and so were you. Oh my God. Because I had a brother that died at age five of a brain tumor. And so my mom said that to me, and I was like, yo, this lady lived to be 89 years old, excuse me, almost 90, and she said that to me. And she lost the two most precious things in her life, her mother and a child she carried. Yes. And she's still standing. So come on. I'm going to be all right. And those are the type of things that I remember and I think about when I, because I have those days yeah. where I just feel like, oh, yes. and you know you lost your mom. You know. You have those days where it's like, oh, why aren't you here? But when you're able to have that conversation with yourself yeah. and with her, mm -hmm. you come through. You sure You do. come through. You sure You come through. So I'm out here doing my thing, loving it, and planting seeds. And I want to tell you something that I was thinking about on the way over here. Okay. Um, 
sometimes people give themselves titles. They say things like, I'm the shit. I'm a boss. And, and, and sometimes when I hear it or see it, I roll my eyes so far back in my head, I get a headache. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, you ain't all that. But here's the thing. When I see that you said, okay, I'm not just going to be on this show. I'm not just going to be uh, a basketball wife. I'm going to be a boss. So I am writing and publishing books. I have my uh, cognac uh, uh, brand. I have my candles. I'm doing my podcast. You are walking in your purpose. And a lot of times, people don't realize that they're really walking in their purpose. And so when you call yourself a boss, I have nothing but respect for that because that's exactly what you are doing. And, 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 and um, God is preparing you for even greater. And the more you will see that. See, because when you, sometimes it takes us a long time to realize what our purpose is. I think I didn't find that out really until a few years ago. And I'm old as shit. But I had a awakening and I thought to myself, ah, I got it. I know what my purpose is. And when you know what your purpose is, and you also know that what you're given is a blessing, and you're walking in that because you know, and listen, I don't, I can't quote nothing from the Bible, but the 23rd Psalm, the Lord's Prayer, and Jesus wept. But I know a man that sits high and looks low and has been able to order, I know my steps have been ordered. So when I look at you and I see the things happening in your life, I think to myself, her steps are ordered and she's walking in her purpose. So I'm going to turn the table because I think I should say to you and ask you, do you know you're walking in your purpose or are you still finding that out? Thank you, Don. I, I think I know that, but... When you speak about your mom, I'll be honest, I cried this morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, because mm -hmm. I missed my mom. Mm -hmm. I had a dream, and you know, when you, when I started having a lot of dreams about it, and I realized, you know, obviously I'm, I'm at that point where I'm missing her, and yeah. she'll do something that'll let me know she's there. That's right. And I kept saying, why am I doing all this, mom? You know, what is the reason that I'm doing all this? Is there some bigger picture? And it's funny, because I realized at that point that... All the stuff she taught me, she prepared me for when she wasn't going to be here. Mm -hmm. And I'm grown. I got kids. My mm -hmm. kids got kids. And mm -hmm. I still feel the same way as you. She was my best friend. So I feel like I, I'm finally finding out Find what it, it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm right at the brink. And mm -hmm. this podcast and doing this is the first step of mm -hmm. me going ahead and mm -hmm. saying, listen, I'm not going to worry no more about it. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this right. I'm doing that right. What mm -hmm. I'm saying, what I'm doing. I'm going to just do 
what God's ordering me to do and what's in my That's heart. That's right. And take it or leave it. That's this right. is Jackie Christie. That's right. These are the people that I want to give a voice to, and we're going to scream loud right. to the top of the mountain if That's we have right. to. And we're going to do it our way. Yeah, because sometimes you, you, you're that. You, I always look at it as though you're sitting on the diving board yes. at a pool. You can do one of two things. You can get up, walk your ass back down those steps, or you can just jump in the water and be like, yo, you know what? I'm diving in. And so there was a long time for me that I sat on a diving board thinking, hmm, I don't know. Yeah. Because see, fear, fear is a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Fear can, can cripple you. The word can't can cripple you. Yeah. But... Sometimes when you jump in the water, you realize it's cold. Yeah, shit, it's cold. Yeah. But if you stand there long enough, you warm up. There it is. And you're able to move around. And so that's what that diving board. Because sometimes there are people in our, that we know that will sit on that diving board from sunup to sundown, yeah. contemplating whether they're going to jump in or make the next move. And shit be and and guess what? Yeah. Life goes more Life moved on. Continues on. on and you sit and you're and you sitting up there. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta jump in the, you just gotta jump in the water or they say throw spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks. And everybody ain't gonna be happy for you. That's right. So what are you gonna do with that? Thank so you. Thank so you, thank you. Thank you. This has been fun. Yeah. And thanks for dinner. Oh. And my wait a minute, hold on. And my mystery drink. Okay, yeah, your your mystery drink and we gonna cheers. Yes. You helping me do that play. Yeah, I will do that, and that is for that toast was for uh, continued success in everything that you're doing because you guess what at the end of the day you're doing something right. Thank you. You're doing something right. And that's so all that matters. Thank you. Yeah, now we're gonna do the play. Perfect. Yeah.